is up everybody super super excited to be back on here it's been about six weeks since i put out an episode just been busy started in june i started a new position at work had a lot of things i had to do with that studying for a big national exam that i had to take and just been a little bit of a busy month not trying to make excuses just want you guys to know that i didn't forget about you i haven't forgot about this podcast Absolutely love doing this podcast. Look forward to recording and putting out content for you guys. I hope you all are still excited. I hope the six-week hiatus didn't turn you off to the podcast. Now that things have kind of settled back down, looking to get right back into this thing, start putting out weekly episodes for you again. This week's episode, actually going to talk about something that I have loved talking about for about the last eight or nine years. And that is how um, the fire in our heart is supernaturally lit by God himself. But then it is our job to naturally maintain it. Let's jump right into it. not going to waste any time today. I'm actually going to read a couple of scriptures and then I'm going to talk to you for just a little bit about what I, what I believe God has for you today. My scripture today is actually from the old Testament, both scriptures, um, guilty conscience here. I'll straight up admit for the first three or four years of my walk with the Lord, I was that person who tried to avoid reading the Old Testament because the Old Testament seemed, and you all can't see this obviously, but air quotes, boring to me. Uh, And after about two or three years of saying that the Old Testament was boring, I really kind of started to dig in and man, the Old Testament is wild and super, super interesting to read. Now there are some parts that are kind of difficult to read, you know, when it's, you know, you're in numbers and they're just strictly talking about how many people there were, but definitely some super interesting things in there. Uh, Some Old Testament warriors that are just really cool to talk about. One day we'll talk about Shamgar, um, who basically took on an entire army with just an ox goad. Uh, That's a super cool story. We'll talk about that one of these days. But I say all that to say that my, my scripture today is from the Old Testament. And this scripture um, spoke to me years and years ago about our job in maintaining the fire for the Lord that I believe God ignites in us. So the first scripture I'm going to read is in Leviticus chapter 6. I'm going to start in verse number Nine, it says, actually, I'll start in verse eight. It says, then the Lord said to Moses, give Aaron and his sons the following instructions regarding the burnt offering. The burnt offering must be left on top of the altar until the next morning and the fire on the altar must be kept burning all night. In the morning after the priest on duty has put on his official linen clothing and linen undergarments, he must clean out the ashes of the burnt offering and put them beside the altar. Then he must take off these garments, change back into his regular clothes, and carry the ashes outside the camp to a place that is ceremonially clean. 
Meanwhile, the fire on the altar must be kept burning. It must never go out. Each morning, the priest will add fresh wood to the fire and arrange the burnt offering on it. He will then burn the fat of the peace offerings on it. Remember, the fire must be kept burning on the altar at all times. It must never go out. <clears throat> so we see there that it is the job of the priest to make sure that the fire where the offerings are, are given, it is the, the job of the priest to make sure that fire never goes out. But this is when that right there is when God has given all the instructions for offerings to Moses. But once you get over into Leviticus 9, um, this is where the work actually begins. And at the very end of Leviticus 9, this is what it says. In Leviticus chapter 9, verse 24, it says, Fire blazed forth from the Lord's presence and consumed the burnt offering and the fat on the altar. When the people saw this, they shouted with joy and fell face down on the ground. Here's the reason that those two scriptures stood out to me. Notice it was the job of the priest to arrange the offerings on the altar. And it is the, the job of the priest to make sure that the fire on the altar never goes out. But once the priests actually begin their work, it is in Leviticus chapter 9, verse 24, that the fire on the altar is ignited. And the fire on the altar is ignited by God himself. Because it says fire blazed forth from the presence of God. So God supernaturally lit the fire on the altar. And from that point, it was the job of the priest to make sure that the fire never went out. So you're listening to this and you're like, Pastor Corey, what in the world does that have to do with me today? And I'm glad you asked, because I'm going to tell you. We sing songs sometimes in church. There's a song um, that came out when I was in college, and it was, it went, set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain and I can't control. You know, we, we hear people talk about being on fire for the Lord. There was actually a time at High Praises Church where um, all of the names of our groups, such as our youth group, it was called Fuel. Uh, we I think we called our kids' church Ignited or something like that. Or no, Ignited maybe was the name of one of our dance teams, I think. And so we talk about this fire and, and burning for God, which is a great thing. Um, but we have to understand that we have to maintain the fire and the passion for the heart and the presence of God. I believe that when we ask God into our heart, we ask God to ignite a fire in our heart. I believe that God 100% does that at the moment that we ask him to. But it is in our job to naturally maintain the fire that has been set. 
See, I'm a little bit of a pyromaniac. I absolutely love fire. I love playing with fire. I love ha- I love having bonfires. Uh, when I was younger, 18, 19, 20 years old, uh, at my dad's house, we used to have like, I don't know, sometimes it felt like it was a 20-foot diameter circle fire pit that would sometimes get eight, nine feet high. And we didn't just burn part of this when we had a bonfire. We always burned the entire thing. And so what we would do is we would take gas and we would douse the entire stack of wood with gasoline. Obviously, to be safe, we would make ourselves a good little trail of gasoline so to get a safe distance. We would light it and it would burn. Now, the issue with, with lighting, with covering it in gas is no matter how big the initial fire was, it typically burned down relatively quickly. The thing about a fire is if we didn't feed it, if we didn't continue to put more things on it, then the fire burned out when it ran out of things to burn. And so it's, I, I think of it the same way in my own personal life. I think about the same thing when it comes to my spiritual walk. I think about that fire that I believe that God has set on the inside of me. And I think that there's a reason that it said that the priest should put fresh wood on the fire each morning in Leviticus chapter 6, because I believe that we should do the same thing with our own life. I believe that reading your Bible once a week, or maybe you just, maybe you're, maybe you're the person that only goes to church on Sunday and Wednesday. That's where you get your, your dose of the word. Unfortunately, I'm going to tell you that that will not sustain you. The fire on your altar will burn out if you are not feeding it regularly. I think that we need to be in a position where we are feeding the fire of our heart, the word of God and the presence of God on a regular and a daily basis. I think that's part of the reason that in the New Testament, I think that's part of the reason that I believe it was Paul said that we should pray without ceasing. Right. And I don't think that that means that you don't have conversations with other people and you just sit and pray to God all the time. But I think that that means that you should constantly be in a state of mind where you are focused on the heart and the presence of God. And you are feeding yourself the word of God because the way that your faith is going to grow is through the word. Romans ten seventeen says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so if you are not feeding yourself the word, then your faith will never grow. And so my encouragement to you is this. God has supernaturally lit a fire inside of you. If you've asked him to, he's done it. Because God is a man of his word. But it is it is going to be your job to make sure that the fire on your altar never burns out. You see, I've come to the realization over the last several years in my life, having conversations with people, they're like, I just don't feel like God is near me anymore. I don't feel like I can hear God anymore. I don't feel like this or that. I can assure you, the Bible tells me that he will never leave me nor forsake me. I was young and now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous. I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging for bread. 
The Bible says that he's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. And so I understand that in those moments where I feel like God is nowhere to be seen, found, or heard of, heard from, it is normally not God who has moved. It's normally that I quit feeding the fire that burns within me to be in the presence of God and in his word. It's the same thing I tell people that are like, I just don't feel like I hear God recently. My first question when people tell me that is always, when's the last time you read the word? Because you, we, have, we have access to 66 books of God speaking to us. When is the last time that you read it? I'm not here to make you feel bad. I'm not here to, to condemn or anything like that. I'm just here to encourage you that God is always there. God desires for you to be in his presence. But the fire inside your soul must be fed. And it is your job to feed it. Another reason that I say that is because when trials and tribulations come, you cannot depend on what Pastor Corey says or what your local pastor says at the church that you attend. You can't depend on what they say to get you through a fire, right? When Jesus was in the wilderness and he was being tempted by the enemy, the enemy would, would present Jesus with an option. And Jesus never said, well, I was told one time that I could say this. Jesus always responded immediately. It is written. So you have to feed the fire inside of your inside your soul with the with the word of God and with the presence of God. Not only because that's what your soul longs for, but because that's what's going to come out of you when trials and tests arise. You have to you have to have the word written on your heart. So that when the enemy comes, you know what God says about the situation and you can remind the enemy that it is written. It's a super, super amazing thing that we have the ability to get into God's word and to strengthen ourselves, to grow our faith and to grow closer to God. The Bible actually says that if you draw near to God, then God will draw near to you. God desires to be close to you. God desires for you to be um, passionate about him. But God, God is not going to make you a slave and God is not just going to enslave you with passion. God will ignite a fire inside your soul. And then it is our job to naturally maintain that. You see, I'm married. And the reason that that type of relationship excites me so much is because I think about my relationship with my wife. I think about the fact that my wife and I wake up each day and we choose each other every day because we love each other and we are passionate about our relationship. So God has supernaturally lit something deep down inside of you. And I'm even talking about dreams today, y'all. God has supernaturally given you a dream. It is now your job to naturally pursue that, to naturally put everything that you possibly have into pursuing that dream. 
and give it your very best effort. For instance, I'll give you my own example. I want to pastor a church. I believe that I'm going to, I believe that I will pastor a multi-denominational or a multicultural, multi-denominational, meaning that um, I will I will break barriers that denominations have put in place. So multicultural, multi-denominational, multi-generational, multi-campus church that will um, break down strongholds and barriers that have been put in place for generations and we will impact the world and see millions of people encounter the very nature, heart, and love of God in a very real way. God ignited that dream inside of me. But if I just sit here at my kitchen table if I just sit around like a bump on a pickle and I never do anything, that dream will not come true because I did nothing to achieve it. So God, God supernaturally lit the fire. It is now my job to naturally maintain and pursue it. We have a role to play. God has given you a fire. Now it is our job to naturally maintain it. God's not going anywhere. God's not mad at you. God loves you. And nothing will ever change that. But you can draw yourself closer to the heart and the presence of God by naturally maintaining the fire that God has set and continue to feed the fire with the word and the presence of God. I love you guys. Have a good Nope, I don't want to say that. Have an amazing week. Come back next week. I plan on trying to get some uh, guests on here soon. I got some people in mind. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put it out there yet. But I got some people in mind that I wanna, that I want to have on the episode. And some, some you know, some I probably can guarantee you don't know. Uh, but stay tuned. Stay with me. I love you guys. Have an amazing, amazing week, and we'll talk to you soon.